0: hello and welcome to the sex within marriage podcast my name is jd and i blog over at uncoveringintimacy.com and today we have another set of questions from our anonymous have a question page Uh, these five questions are from september and as always these questions come in with no context and usually no contact information Uh, we kick them around in the forum for a bit and then i write up my answers and post them as blog post and a podcast episode And today we're going to just jump right in Uh, question one is My wife and I have been married for about five years. She is blessed with good orgasms, so of course hers have always been better than mine, which is fine. I love her having a good time. Recently, to avoid more children for the time being, we have been doing a lot more handjobs and when doing PIV, using more condoms. For a while now, I've noticed that when my wife gives me a handjob and pushes on my perineum area, I get way more intense orgasms than I have ever. Uh, we joke that mine are approaching how good hers are, even though hers have gotten better over the years, which is amazing. Here's the weird part. My PIV orgasm has been has mostly been brief. used to be it would last a little, but for the most part, it's almost like a sharp there and gone. Lately, it's to the point that I ejaculate into the condom while in her, and it's just that no orgasm at all. It's a bit disappointing for me because we both really enjoy PIV. Is this some health thing with getting older, the condoms, conditioning my body to just respond to hand jobs? I'm looking for other guys' perspectives. So I'm not aware of any changes like this due to age. It can happen due to stress, medical conditions, hydration, arousal level, etc., um, on the arousal level part, it's pretty standard that the more stimulation leads to larger orgasms and varied stimulation as well. So your wife stimulating your perineum would cause more intense orgasms, which by comparison might make the PIV orgasm seem less so. Um, so if you'd like to increase the orgasm intensity during intercourse, I suggest ramping up arousal beforehand or, you know, using something like our guide to edging might be helpful as well. Uh, Lastly, one of our members suggested checking in with a pelvic floor specialist for men. He said he had a similar experience and it was alleviated by seeing one. In his case, the dysfunction was caused by a lot of cycling and exercise. All right. Question two is simply, is it okay for an elderly widower to masturbate? I've written about this before because this question comes up fairly often. Uh, So I'm just going to point to the article in the show notes. Uh, There's one called, is it sinful for widows to masturbate? Uh, There's another one that might be of interest, uh, which I called what about sex for the surviving spouse? The short answer is that I believe sex should be shared with a spouse and that masturbation is sex. Uh, Of course, you should act under your own convictions, not mine, but maybe those two articles will help you formulate your views, either by agreeing or not. Question three is, uh, Jay, my husband and I have had a go about his masturbation habit for years now. Uh, he tells me he'll stop and he might for a while and then he starts again. I want better for us. I believe it is more addictive for him. However, I'm afraid if I keep pushing him for change, for help or change, that he'll find something even worse to cope with. Is it better for me as his wife to let him have his this addiction and keep f- from being bitter about it? Thanks. So these are hard questions. I bet some reading this think I'd leave him. Others likely think he's just masturbating. It could be worse. And still others, why don't you join him? And that last one is probably the best idea if it's just masturbation and not porn use. I mean, seriously, uh, talk about it. And instead of asking your husband to stop, which you've already tried repeatedly, ask him to invite you. And I was going to go in another direction on this, but now that I've thought, that option through, you know, why not? Uh, Number one, would he still be masturbating? Yes, but he wouldn't be alone. Uh, So now it would be sex just with the activity of mutual masturbation. Uh, Number two, he might decide to have sex if you're willing and there anyways. And number three, it will help rewire his brain to equate orgasms with your presence. And number four, it gives him a proper way to deal with his desire for sex. Uh, I mean, this Seems like a pretty good situation, a solution if he's willing. Uh, again, this is assuming there's no porn involved. If there is, then I'd make the same same offer, but he has to give up the porn. Uh, that's a deal breaker. Question four is another short one. Is it all right within marriage to call my husband daddy? Uh, for those who have been reading my answers to questions for a while, you probably know the, question, the answer already. Uh, I'm going to ask in return, what do you mean by daddy when you say it? I know some people, particularly those who come from Latino backgrounds, often call their wife mama or mommy or their husband papi or daddy, and for them it's just a standard term of endearment. Uh, for others, it comes from a place of incestuous fantasies and crossing societal boundaries. Uh, it's that second group that I'd worry about. So, check yourself, figure out what your reasons are, and then act accordingly. And question five is... Hi, Jay. Thank you for your ministry in strengthening Christian marriages. You are a blessing. I have the privilege of being in a long-term stable marriage of 35 years with a wonderful Christian woman who I love very much. We both work full-time and also serve in many ways in our local church and so are very busy, and I often finish the day tired. My wife is a low-drive spouse, while I'm the typically higher drive. Over the past 10 to 15 years, I've worked hard to support her and her now adult children by serving her around the home and giving her opportunities to rest. This is often included self-selecting not to initiate sex despite wanting it so as to not impose an additional burden or chore on her. Unfortunately, this sometimes leaves me getting grumpy. If my wife notices this behavior, she will normally recognize the source and offer to solve the quote unquote problem. My issue is that I feel guilty that I am imposing on her. We have talked about it and noted that post-menopause, she has little or no desire for sex, despite wanting to want it, So, and so rarely ever thinks about sex at all. She does orgasm almost every time we have sex, though. Meanwhile, I now have an ingrained behavioral pattern in which I, now I struggle to initiate sex despite desperately wanting to do so, because I do not want to be a burden or recognize that she is tired and needs a break. And this is despite my wife encouraging me to just come and get what is mine to take. My challenging question is this. How can I change these unhealthy thought patterns so that I don't feel guilty initiating sex? Is there something that my wife should consider doing to help me improve so that we can strengthen our intimacy in marriage? All right. So I'm going to challenge something you said here. You said you chose not to initiate sex to not burden your wife. And in doing so, you became a burden on her because you got grumpy. So you didn't do it so that you wouldn't be a burden. Uh, I think you told yourself that and I believe you believed it, but that can't be the reason because after 35 years, I would think some part of you would recognize that you are not achieving your goal with those actions. Um, I would guess that you chose not to initiate so that you wouldn't feel a mix of guilt, shame and insecurity. Uh, it's never fun being rejected, but being refused uh, a bid for intimacy and connection by the person that you love the most who vowed to love you no matter what. Um, that rejection hurts, even if it's reasonable because of something like they're exhausted. It's a lot easier for us just to say, well, I'm just not even going to ask. So to the answer to the question of how to change that internal struggle so that you don't feel guilty for imposing on your wife to have sex, I'd start with a question. Uh, Do you think sex is good for a marriage? Because if you think that sex is a necessary evil that men are cursed with desiring, and it's women's job to control that urge, then there's nothing I can say that will make you feel better about it. You have to go back to the Bible and learn what God's purpose for sex was. On the other hand, if you believe that God created sex before sin entered the world, that it was part of his perfect plan, and that it is a good thing for husbands and wives to engage in frequently, then you can realize that it's your job as the higher drive spouse to encourage that. It's also worth considering that perhaps your wife would like to have sex at times when she's not just doing it to cure your grumpy mood, because on her, her end, I would guess that by the time you get to that point, she's now feeling guilty for her part as well. We should, as spouses, get to a point where we live to serve each other. Now, you'd probably say that that's what you were trying to do by not initiating sex, but you've blocked her ability to serve you now. Uh, Part of being in a loving relationship is being humble enough to be served. And I dare say that we should be able to go a step further and ask for the things that we need so that our spouses have an opportunity to serve rather than trying to guess at what it is we need and when we need it. Now, of course, there is a balance here. Sometimes our spouses only have enough bandwidth to handle their survival. Uh, sometimes they can address our needs and sometimes they can care, take care of our wants uh, and vice versa. It takes introspection and communication for each spouse to know where they are and the other are regarding those. Uh, But if your children are grown and out of the house, and you're both uh, later on in your careers, I would hope you have enough bandwidth to at least handle each other's needs. If not, it may be time to cut back on some of those church-serving activities and focus on your home mission field, your marriage. And that's it for today. If you have a question, feel free to leave it on our Have a Question page. And you can join us as a supporter if you'd like to participate in the discussions or lurking on us as we're discussing your question. We do have some people who do that. Uh, lastly, if you have a thought that you'd like to add to this or you disagree with something I said, uh, feel free to come to the blog and blog post the link is in the show notes and you can add your comments and then we can have a discussion about it. Anyways, that's it. I'll talk to you next time.